0: I'd offer Joe Biden any sexual favor he wanted if it had pushed this thing over the line.
2: Yeah, turn up. And knowing him, he would want it. (laughs) Yeah, he'd be on board for that. I'm a feminist, but my favorite thing about Kamala Harris is not her policy, right? I could give a fuck about that um but her hair is amazing her hair is so soft and manageable so nice it looks like the curls that it's doing and I just want to say to her like if I met her right I'd be like you're great you're awesome and I'd be like but also what is your hair care routine (laughs) Like, let's talk. What kind of conditioner are we using? <laughs> and when we're putting it away at night, are you like a roller queen or are you wrapping it around? Like, what's happening?
0: We need to know. Her hair is certainly more soft and manageable than some of her policies.
2: Oh, uh, That's
0: right. That's the kind of political quick wit see, you can expect you know, tonight.
2: That's what we need in the White House, I think.
0: Soft and manageable hair? <laughs> yeah.
2: We need more headscarves at night in the White House. I feel like we had a few in the Obama era. Mm-hmm. They left. People were just sleeping on pillows raw, uh, <laughs> messing, messing it all up. And I think Kamala can bring
0: the scarf back. Listen, we are grateful for small mercies. This is yeah. 20 fucking 20, man.
2: Make America scarf again.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm a feminist, but I wouldn't give... Donald Trump any sexual favor at all, even if I knew for a fact it would end capitalism What? and bring a new regime of promise, hope, feminism, and equality. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm sorry. At I, this
2: point, I don't even know if you're committed to the cause.
0: <laughs> Come on. Come I'm, on. I'm sorry, but, like, what, okay, what favor? It would have know, to be very... Do some hallucinogenic drugs room. and
2: take one for
0: the team. If I could do it round a door... Maybe.
2: You know, grabs him. A, there's a whole category about this. And it's, <laughs> is that, is that it's, a kink? Round the yeah, door kink? It's called uh, stick your genitalia through something that oh, disconnects like a, you from the other person. Like a glory hole. A hole of glory. A hole of glory. You can Listen, sort this
0: out. Come okay, on. Okay. If it was definitely going to be a thousand year reign of uh, socialism, stuff? equality, and feminism. Come on. Maybe through a glory hole.
2: Because I'll tell you what. I'd ask that D. <laughs>
0: I don't think you're allowed to say, I guess oh, that did. i do it. No. Activism takes different forms. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't let him enter me. I know that. I mm-hmm. mean, there's no entry.
2: First of all, that sounds so regal. <laughs> Please enter me now. I, I do
0: not enter me. Close yep. the gates. There would be like a little troll at my <laughs> orifices saying, three riddles you know, And he would not be able to crack the riddles to enter me. And that is how it would be. I'm sorry.
2: Um, I yes. am a feminist. Yes. Do you know this about me? Yes, I've heard.
0: <laughs> but. But.
2: Um, I like my face more with a mask on what? I don't know. I just feel like it's mysterious. You can see my eyes, which I feel like a very strong feature. And it's just like, it's just giving you forehead. It's giving you eye. It's giving you not that I've broken out uh, around my jawline over lockdown because of like, maskne. Like, I think it's just a really strong area. And you get like a top of a nose, which just like alludes to more nose. I feel like it's mysterious. I feel like it's sexy. I feel like... It's the only thing that that will say. It's the only reason I'm wearing them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, for yeah. the intrigue, because it makes Sue you feel me. a bit like a spy. Yeah. yeah. No, I see that. I see That's that. It's exciting. I see that. It's a, yeah. It's a little bit hot. A little bit like. Yeah. A little bit of wink. What's going on underneath? What's there? going on underneath there? Mm. Yeah. My lips are stronger than my eyes. I think. Mm. I've always had strong lips. Are
2: you sad to be putting them away?
0: No, I just wear my mask up here. Yeah, I... yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: as yeah. you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I think I've got very strong lips. They tell you, they say, put the
2: mask over the sexiest part of your face. Yeah.
0: what so they tell you, you
2: got to put it away.
0: <laughs> that's where the corona seeps out from yeah. the uh, sex part. You've 100%. got very strong lips, though, so... Thank you. Yeah, I... I mean,
2: people don't need to know that. Yeah, um, well. yeah the, it's happened to where, like, I think I project the best possible face onto people. Mm. Like, I do them big favours. And then they take the mask off and I go, I was too generous.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a nice quality in you. Yeah, I try. I care. (laughs) I'm a feminist, but I explained to somebody who wanted to know the standard Texan attitude towards abortion as, Mm. but if you terminate it before it comes out, how are we going to shoot it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel that. I respect that. I can confirm that. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you don't let it come out, how will we deprive it of uh, its rights and freedoms?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very good uh, accent as well. Thank you. I learned it from Friday Night Lights. Amazing. Tim Regan's mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights, Southern mm-hmm. Hospitality and all. Yeah. Is that good?
2: Football and whatnot.
0: Football and whatnot. Yeah.
2: So I'm a feminist, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. Standard. Yeah. You
2: know. But recently, I've done a couple of like, video recordings where they have to put a microphone on you. And I like to insist that they put it on my bra strap uh, just so someone will touch my back because lockdown has been very long and hard. <laughs> and then through the recording, I'll be like, oh, I think it, I think it's slipped. I can't fix it myself just to get more back touches. Uh, and I'm surprised I'm not in jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know, the reason I like European... Technicians mm. in theatres is if you say to a British male technician, "Oh, can you just pop it on my bra strap?" Mm. They go, "Oh, oh, I, I, I think perhaps you should. Oh, 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 you've done zipped. Mm. Oh, mm. okay. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, I hope my hands aren't cold. Oh dear." <laughs> huh. And if you say it to an Italian technician, mm. he's just like, "Boom, boom, on." Yeah, it's yeah. It's just he it doesn't even blink.
2: He's like, "It's already there." Oh, I yeah. I almost began to do an accent. They said, "No." <laughs>
0: I didn't, I didn't hold back from Texas and you I were said, sitting right there. I said,
2: Kima, I said, no, don't do it because uh, I love pasta
0: <laughs> and I, didn't want, I didn't don't want, want to be pasta banned. to not love me back. No, yeah, that's no. true. Live from King's Place in London, The Spontaneity Shop presents The Guilty Feminists with me, Deborah Francis Light, guest co-host Kima Bob, and our very special guests, Mata, Marielle and Joy Crooks talking about being in your corner. Woo! This is The Guilty Feminist, the podcast in which we explore our noble goals as 21st century feminists and the hypocrisies and insecurities which undermine them. I'm Deborah Francis-White, with me is co-pilot, Kima Bob, and we're talking about In Your Corner. Yeah! So we've got some amazing guests tonight who have for a long time been in each other's corner and I've worked with both of them recently and I just think they're incredible women. I worked with both of them separately and they inspired this topic in your corner. Mm. Do you feel you've got enough people in your corner, Kima?
2: I feel like um, for the first time in my life, Mm. it occurred to me a little bit ago, I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm in a nice place because I don't have anyone uh, around me not in any close proximity, um, who doesn't seem to really back me or who doesn't seem to really respect me or love me, and that's really nice. Um, so I feel like my corner is healthy right now. And i got to say, Debs, you're in it.
0: Yay! Well, well. am sorry. I think we just had a breakthrough. I really do, yeah, at this couples therapy that we do every now and again. I've been in your corner since the first time Word I met you. Up. I really have. I've really been. I saw you and I was like, wow, she's really special in her heart and also her talent. And sometimes very talented people aren't really golden people inside or to other people. Mm. And you're both. Mm. Oh my God, shut up. Thank you. (laughs) No, it's Okay, you
2: can stay in the corner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will always be in your corner. I will always be in your corner. And it's been such a joy to see you grow on the podcast. And just take off. You've really blown up. You've been on Nish Kumar's show and you've been writing for it as well, but I've just seen you on the TV doing all sorts of amazing things and I'm so proud of you.
2: I, I did, I did stand up on TV and I had these pants on and my butt looked amazing and I was like, that's what really matters about that four minutes.
0: <laughs> that was really important The stand up was me. really good too though. Was that the Jonathan Ross show? Yeah, those yeah, yeah.
2: pants were really doing me justice. <laughs> I think um, people sometimes uh, like to have this illusion that they do things by themselves. Yeah. Right? And that's not true anywhere. Like, for me, my journey as a comedian, it started doing bad improv. While I was doing some bad improv, one of the guests at the show, uh, was doing stand-up at the show, my bad improv show, Bisha Kayali, who mm-hmm. we know, who we love. Yes. Bisha was like, hey, I dig you. I back you, recommended me to come do Global Pillage. I met you, two people in my corner. Do you know what I mean? And it's just kind of like blossomed and snowballed from there. And I think that I don't know I just feel like whatever we can do to back people that we love and respect we should because that's how anyone's gotten anywhere even when you fill in an application for a job and you submit it there's a human on the other side yes you know so I mean yeah it's just really it's really nice and it's really
0: important you've really blown up in London though when you're you're from Texas yeah oh Um, don't tell anybody (laughs) (laughs) how's how's Texas doing right now Um,
2: she's a little gross. People thought election wise that Texas was going to, uh, surprise us. Yes. Um, That's what we were told. Yeah. But you know, we were told a lot of things. We're always told a lot of things. Um, I feel like sometimes like you're looking at those like polls and you're like, are these like near facts or is this like, uh, you know, like a prediction from a fortune teller lady who's like, you're going to see a great love in your life and abundance or not.
0: Like, you know, it's just like be concrete with yeah. what you're saying. To are me. you saying that the pollsters are basically like the people that write the horoscopes?
2: Essentially, the pollsters are all like Miss Cleo at this point. <laughs> like it's, it's mad. But yeah, so Texas is a weird one. I feel like tensions everywhere
0: are high. It, It's in, isn't it? The results in Texas went to Trump, yeah? Yeah. But look, the fact that it could have gone to Biden means that half of Texas voted blue, and that's not nothing. That's something. I think just the
2: country is shifting, right? Just like everywhere, people are coming up with new ideas or embracing old ideas, which they're like, hold on, these are good ideas. And there are people who seem to be the minority based off of you know, uh, just sheer population, how many of them are there, by which I mean the uh, Republican Party, they are the minority. And so they're working so hard mm-hmm. to suppress the, you know, progressive majority. And um, these are all words that I wouldn't have been able to say to you without working on a, a topical comedy show for several months.
0: <laughs>
3: well, I love, no, but I
0: love that because it's such but, an yeah. incredible instant connected education and also you, know, you were a voice they really really needed you know you are an amazing black queer woman who has come out of Texas and you know it you've lived it I just so feel having like the vocabulary to express what you've lived is the easy part
2: there's just like so much love like radiating out of you right now there is um, a lot yeah, and a lot. I love it <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: How are you feeling about Biden getting in? Because I know he's not the answer. Biden does not mm. by any means represent the end of capitalism. Like he, He's he, weird, he right? He would seem center-right, but just the yeah. end of... Just somebody who's like more like a
2: yeah.
0: a statesperson and isn't going to... It's a bit
2: of relief, isn't it?
0: Isn't going to like yeah. just mucus in a bad temper. It's kind
2: of like, I guess, if you've been taking like a poop for a long time and it's been like, just very hard and rough and dry... A little prickly and you're saying, you're saying to your butthole, please, a smooth one. Joe Biden is the smooth one.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
2: You know how I feel about scatology, Kima. <laughs> Still a poop, but a smooth one.
0: Thank you. Thank I get, it. A, I a get it. I get it. I get it.
2: Moist and smooth uh, thank, thank
0: you. Yep. No, we've got it. We've all it's that's good. It's good. Strong work. <laughs> This is Deborah briefly interrupting your podcast listening to tell you about some very exciting things. As part of our Guilty Feminist Wellness Program, Janelle, who you heard on a recent episode, is doing a pre-Thanksgiving yin-yang flow yoga class at 7.30 this Wednesday, the 25th of November. So please book a slot for that. You can go to guiltyfeminist.com. Now we have our fifth anniversary show on the 7th of December at 7.30pm at King's Place with lots of our Guilty Feminist regulars. The show is sold out, but you can live stream on Zoom and it's going to be a spectacular one with lots of our Guilty Feminist regulars. It's going to be a big old birthday celebration. Do not miss it. It is going to be a party and watching from home is going to feel almost as wonderful as being in the room. You can get tickets at kingsplace.co.uk or follow the link from guiltyfeminist.com. And now back to the podcast. Please welcome to the mic to do something oh. approximating stand up comedy okay. in a theater yep. that is virtually empty to up. the live stream. Yep. Please welcome the incredible Keemar Bomb! Ah!
2: Ah! This is me also cheering for myself. That's where I'm at. Um, gang. Rules, they're hard. What, what are we supposed to do? When uh, The UK got like this rule of six thing, and I was like, does six people include me? Does this exclude me? What if I have one friend who I never actually wanted to hang out with, but now it's less than six people, and how do I exclude them? And I want to blame it, make it a rule of five. It was just really hard. It was like, uh, don't do it inside. Uh, or can you do it outside? Not after 10, uh, unless you're at a show, uh, but don't drink alcohol. It's just all all over the place. It's really awkward, and now we're going into another lockdown. Uh, my vibrator will be sad about that. She gets enough abuse from me already. It's a tough one. It's weird to be American at the moment, at all moments. Uh, to be honest. But yeah, this moment especially, everyone's like all up on my D and they're like, how do you feel? And I'm like, like leaving Earth. Um, But would we be welcome in space? Do you know what I mean? I feel like if I met an alien and they were like, oh, you're from Earth. And I'd be like, yeah, Um, you know, just like super ashamed. And they'd be like, what's going on down there? To which I would have to reply, hey man, I have no idea, uh, I am not in charge, that is not even my bag, and then they would be like, okay, well if you're not in charge, you know, take me to your leader, and i just have to say, I really don't think you want to meet that guy, like, it's not a good time, it's a weird one. And there are tensions everywhere, there are like racial ones, political ones, sneeze ones, like, people are, like, dying in the streets, and there are folks who still think that masks are the work of the devil, talking about, you're not going to trap God's breath. What? And now I've brought tension in here. Do you see what I mean? It's just quite tense. It's weird. I know that it's, like, a tough time right now for everyone, um, into rant, okay, I know it's a tough time for everyone, and I know that a lot of my Caucasian, uh, my Caucasian siblings uh, are uh, feeling quite awkward right now. You, you don't know what to say, uh, you don't know how to make things better, and and you you say, well, should I? Maybe it's safer if I don't do anything. To which I say, that is the wrong answer. Um, I feel like a lot of people are afraid of embarrassing themselves, right? But I think what we have to do is accept that for people of color, there are a lot of things more dangerous out there than saying the wrong thing, right? We've had to deal with this stuff for forever. Um, Like when my two grandmas catch up on the phone, okay, they talk about, you know, their health, right? I can't walk the way I used to, classic grandma chat. Um, But the last time that I was with them and they were catching up, they were talking about the lynchings of their day. Casual term. You just want to drop that in there. Lynching. Fun. Um, They were talking about it and it it was almost a kind of nostalgia to it. Like, do you remember back in the day when that person, "Mm mm-hmm, and it's still happening? That's the level of awareness that my grandmas live with. I mean, what kind of off-brand Walmart nostalgia is that? They deserve the real thing. I don't know what white grandmas talk about. I assume it's like shortbread crust or some shit, but... It's not heavy, and I think what upsets me about that is my grandmas deserve to have ridiculous conversations. They deserve to have regular grandma chats and do regular things like fight for my love, (laughs) like um, compete for my affections. Like one of them would be like, oh, I'm so proud of Kima. She's in London. She's following her dreams. Mm -mm -mm." And the other one would be like, yeah, she told me about that, too. I'm so proud of Kima, she's working so hard, and you know, things are happening, and she told me all about them, praise God. Uh, and then the other one, in an act of one-upmanship, would be like, I'm so proud of Kima, she's out there having sex, mm-mm-mm, she's out there coming, and she's making herself come, and she's making other people come, you know, back in my day, I would never come, mm-mm-mm, praise God. Um, and I just feel like those are the kind of chats they should be able to have. I wanna take a moment to uh, chat to my Caucasian sisters, which I love to do, such a fun thing to do. Uh, Cause I know I've been uh, complaining quite a bit today, but if Karen asks white ladies in the grocery store have taught us anything, it's that complaining, gets shit done. Um, So racism, I wanna speak to your manager. (laughs) Um, My Caucasian sisters, I just wanna say to you, uh, first of all, of course, you know uh, don't don't get scared, right? Because I'm calling you my Caucasian sister because I um, love and respect you, <laughs> uh, even though I'm about to criticize you. I love you so much. Um, also, I want to remind you, as I like to do, not to call yourself a Caucasian sister because black people won't like that. Um, it's not a good idea. I need you guys to use your white girl magic right? Another term that you should not use. <laughs> um, I, I need you to use your white girl magic and uh, use all the energy you may use to talk about a, a flat Prosecco or um, a broken Fabergé eggs. I just imagine that's what happens. I don't know. I've uh, not been white much. Or like how the, the temperature in your Pilates class, like that's, I assume, how it goes. Um, like you're like, these you know, poached, poached eggs are d- too cold.
0: Basically, Um, this
2: is it. You're on the money. That's the, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm just throwing it around there. Um, Use that energy, right, to speak up for someone else. You've got to redirect that energy because I know you've got loads of it, right? And let's dismantle some things. Uh, And, of course, what I need you to do, uh, I like to say it, I've said it before, I'll say it again, is um, to not talk to me about uh, straight white men, right? Because I'm not boning them. And if you're a straight white woman, then uh, you're a lot closer to the problem than I am. And I say, don't disassociate yourself from the problem, okay? Own up. Own it. Uh, Because you know who stood by? White men while they were doing all those naughty things. White women. That's right. Say it with me. White women. No one ever says it. (laughs) It's almost as if you're not proud. Um, And we know that being born white is not the issue. White supremacy is the issue. We know that being a man is not the issue. The patriarchy is the issue. And if straight white men are so bad, then straight white women, why are you still dating Dan or Todd or Ben or Chester? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is the next time that the patriarchy tries to get you down, you know, Don't go down on it. You take that moment and you seize it, okay? Because arguably, that's the moment when the white man is at his weakest, okay? You have then got the man in the palm of your hand, okay? So while you got him there, you grab that shaft and you tell him about how marginalized people have been shafted, hmm? Hmm? You tell him, oh, I know you're hard. Yeah, you're so hard. But being born into a society that judges you based off the color of your skin is even harder. Mm. My Caucasian sister, instead of making him come, I want you to make him come to terms with his privilege. Okay? <laughs> that is my challenge to you. Thank you very much. Thank
0: you. That was very strong.
2: Just different stuff.
0: Very yeah. strong. Very it, strong.
2: It started off uh, strange and then it got less strange.
0: I thought it was all very strong. I, I don't know how mine's going to compete with that, but I'm going to do it anyway if well, you'll don't, announce me. Don't
2: do it. Okay, I'll announce you. <laughs> okay. you. Okay, are you ready? Coming to the stage with the best stand-up you've ever heard <laughs> in your entire life, it's Deborah Francis-Wyfe!
0: It <laughs> it's not really stand-up. <laughs> it's <laughs> just a piece. It's sort of what I call a piece to camera that I wrote. Um, All right, so I wrote this all in one thing, and it's on the theme of In Your Corner. Sometimes I feel like the patriarchy painted us into a corner where we'd feel trapped and like the good resources weren't for us. Like the cake on the table in the middle is for the important people who are very sure how things should be run, because men like them have been running things for a long time, and so they're the ones with the experience People painted into corners don't have the access to the right information or the experience necessary to make excellent decisions. One of the decisions that the men who make things work keep on making is that the people who live painted into corners should stay there because the paint is always still wet. And we can't have wet, painty footprints in the middle of the lovely, posh floor in places like the White House or Number 10 Downing Street. Sometimes they let a woman out of the corner, but usually if they do, they make a deal with her that she'll put extra paint around the corners to make sure the people like her are extremely clear that the reason they're in the corner is definitely not because they're a woman. Otherwise, why would Pretty Patel or Theresa May be doing the painting? Or that one on the Supreme Court, the new one that isn't Ginsburg? It makes no sense. It can't be racist if Pretty Patel is putting the paint on the banks of Calais and Dover. It can't be. It can't be. It can't be because it was Pretty Patel. It can't be. It can't be. Can it be? We are in the corner, but our corners are getting bigger. They are much bigger than the corners our grandmothers we painted into. If enough of us decide to make the corners wonderful places and expand the corners further into the center of the room, bit by bit, soon we can make the corners meet and take the whole show over. I promise I am in your corner. I just won't stay in it. I will break the walls of the corner down so together we have a view. Because nobody puts this baby in the corner and expects her to stay. And no, feel free to clap four of you, please. Yes, thank you. There's no need not to have an applause break just because you're four people sitting in a space for 400. To all the decent, empathetic people in America who care about their neighbors and the integrity of their country and the future of their children, can I say Biden and Harris will be president and vice president elect by tea time tomorrow. Most of the rest of the world is in your corner. Thank you very much.
4: Hello, Guilty Feminists. This is Tom Selinsky, the producer of the podcast When I'm not producing podcasts, one of the things I do is work with people in business to help them communicate better. And that's never been more important than in these times of working from home during lockdown. Suddenly, we're just trapped in little boxes on other people's laptop screens. And if we can't tell compelling stories, it's very difficult for us to get our point across in a way that makes sense and is compelling. So we're running a workshop to help people. It's called The Power of Storytelling. It's delivered over Zoom to a small group of about 10 people. And we'll show you if you're in sales or teaching or running meetings or presenting material back to clients, how you could use storytelling techniques to bring that material to life. It's really fun. It only lasts a couple of hours and we have a special discount code for Guilty Feminist listeners. So go to the-spontaneity-shop.com or just follow the link in the show notes. Look for training courses and then open workshops and if you type in guilty when you book your ticket, instead of being £95, including VAT, it's only £75. We have workshops running on Wednesday, the 25th of November. That's this Wednesday. And another one on Wednesday, the 16th of December. And they're at 2 p.m. GMT. We look forward to seeing you there. And now, back to the podcast. Always wanted to say that.
0: Okay, it's time for our guests. Our first guest today is a self-taught makeup artist extraordinaire, I mean really incredible, and beauty entrepreneur. Her work has also been featured in prestigious publications such as Vogue, Dazed and Confused, Paper Magazine, The Fader and more. Her makeup line, Matter Labs, was born out of her passion for equality in makeup And joining her, we have an amazing neo-soul singer-songwriter who has released three EPs since 2017 and who was nominated for the Rising Star Award at the 2020 Brit Awards. I worked with these two women separately, realized they knew each other and just loved their story so much. I was like, we have to make this happen. So please welcome to the stage, the incredible Mata Marielle and Joy Crooks. (laughs) Woo!
2: Welcome to the party, gang.
0: Hi. Hi. Hey. How are you? Mm. We all right. I'm all right. We're chilling. How are you both?
5: I'm all right. I'm tired. But I'm also tired mm. of saying I'm tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like
0: I say that a lot. Are you slightly looking forward to this new lockdown where you don't have to do makeup because you're not allowed to touch other people? Yes and no. Because in the
5: first lockdown, I just started painting myself. Like I was just doing all these looks for myself and... That got boring. Like, I got bored of my own face. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same thing again. But I know this lockdown will be better for me because I've moved out of the house. Right. That's so um, it's a much peaceful vibe. Different and like Yeah. So it'll be better. But, like, I think I'm definitely going to sleep more than, like, play with yeah. makeup. I did all that in lockdown part one. Naps yeah. are
2: important. I feel you like know. people are like, oh, we gotta hustle, we gotta go, 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 and it's like, or you can
5: go sleep a little bit. Or you can sleep.
2: Yeah, like,
0: yeah. I, I, yeah. I think I'm yeah. gonna try and get a bit more sleep this lockdown because yeah. it's nap. yeah, trying naps. So naps are our first recommendation for how to handle this lockdown mm-hmm. if you have the napping time. I know some people don't. Some people have kids, but the kids this time at least are going to school. So, the second yeah. the kids leave the house, I don't know, I don't have them, but if you do have children when they leave the, the house, like, there's more yeah. napping time. Yeah. I think last time it was awful because the government suddenly said, we're not taking your children anymore, mm-hmm. and people had not had children with that in mind. Yeah. People had had children with the absolute cast-iron yeah. contract, the government would take them for As five yeah. to seven hours a day when they turned five, yeah. and yeah. that would continue until they were 18, and suddenly the government reneged on that deal. And that do was, you know what?
2: Uh, I live across from the elementary school, and sometimes in order to not get upset with how playful and loud they are I just go uh, the children of the future teach them well and let them lead the way show them all the beauty they possess inside I just the greatest love of all
0: myself into not hating <laughs> the kids and, and speaking of incredible singers like Whitney Houston Joy Crooks how are you hey huh? oh my
6: god <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> um, you know I'm all right I'm generally not good at winters I've never experienced a winter in a pandemic but um, I always try and mobilise before this time because Mm. I will have the worst mental health ever if I don't. So I've been really fit recently and it makes me feel very strong in my mind and it makes me feel like I can deal with this time even though I don't know what exactly this time is. It just makes me feel stronger.
0: Yeah, normally I don't have to move that much because my life moves me around a lot. But in the lockdown, I had to, I had to, because I was like, if I don't, I'll just wither. Mm -hmm. I'll wither under the duvet. I
6: spanked myself with a resistance band in my local park. Spanked nice. yourself? Yes, by accident, of course. Oh, I see. Yes, I was like, um,
2: that is one of the things that you
0: could do with him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, <laughs> listen, it was a
6: cute moment.
0: If, yeah. If lockdown gets you know dull, there's always spanking
6: uh, with resistance bands. Is, it, is yeah. there
0: a combination of exercise and S and M that we could market on an yeah. app during this time? Talk about that. I'm actually
6: yeah making it as we speak.
0: Really? Yeah. Really? A yeah. um, 50 Shades of Personal Training style. <laughs> 50 Shades
6: of Resistance Bands. Yeah. 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 Just, these
0: that. are just ideas. They don't all have to be gold, but we keep brainstorming. Um, what would that app be called?
2: Well, it would be called Sweaty and Steamy. I feel like they
0: normally have one word, but it's not spelled properly.
2: Yeah. Both of them would end in I-E instead of Y. Yeah. And then it be go, oh, well, that's kind of cute.
0: And then you go, whoa, band-y. yeah, bandy,
2: yeah. band-y. bandit,
0: bandit, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, I That's like this. Deep. Is good.
2: I love hearing that uh, you're mobilizing because I don't know about you, but yeah, winter sucks. Like yeah. it's the worst. So I haven't like mobilized, but like I'm actually like moving my body. But I was like, we gotta get a sad lamp. We need to get some vitamins on deck.
5: You oh know yeah, I mean? I'm like, at some that. point, we will exercise. you're getting vitamins. I'm making sure I'm getting all my candles. Yeah, yeah. all the yeah. candles. Getting ready all for the cozy candles. time. Yeah, cozy yeah. time.
6: Sage, yeah. ancestors, sage, Palo
5: Santo, mm. all the things. Mm. All the okay. emotional just, baggage.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it is, yeah, when it gets dark at four o'clock, if you're listening abroad and you don't live here, some people are listening from Australia where it's getting lighter and lighter and more and more warm and fabulous. And, in, and can I'm, I'm we say, feminists, you suck it up because, you know, take it up, but please send some here. Oh, someone's saying band SM. So B A N D S M. So band, like B D S M. Band S M. Band S M. Band D S M. Or it could just there. be B-A-N- oh, yeah. Yeah. B A N. It could be B A N D S M. Yeah. So Bandasem. Yeah. Ban- Bandersm. Yeah, it's good. No, it's oh, good. Some strong one. B
2: and D S M. That's wow. like
6: how my mom, bless her, that's how my mom would pronounce it. Who is oh, that? it's
2: B I C. Yeah, B and D S M. Yeah. No, this is good. This
0: brilliant. is strong work.
2: Absolutely yeah. brilliant.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Really strong Take work. And that to And, and Lucia, who you've sent that through, you yeah. are now part of the ground team yeah. for the app, so you will be in line for some of the millions that come totally. our way yeah. um, <laughs> when this takes off. So.
1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes, until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
0: Tell me, first of all, tell me your story because I met you and I thought you were absolutely amazing, and I wasn't wrong. This is not my opinion that you're amazing. You're an incredible, incredible singer and also a golden human being, much like I felt when I met Kima. And then I met um, Mata doing a shoot. For for, doesn't Hagen-Dazs. mean we don't. We don't need to say what it was for. Yeah,
5: we had lots of ice cream there. <laughs> I'm that kidding. Nice. I'm kidding. I loved it. <laughs> it was great.
0: I'm, I'm kidding. I loved it. But it, the the you yeah. know they delivered like eight pints of Haganda's to my house.
5: That's so great. They're gone
0: now. They're, oh, gone, yeah. now.
6: Yeah. Yeah. They're right. gone
0: now. This is it. They're gone now. They're gone now. Mobilizing. They're <laughs> <I, laughs> yeah. gone. I did give does some of, of it away, one. and I did make people who came to my house in the bit of lockdown where people were allowed to come over. I did make some people eat some, yeah. but. I would still think I would have half left, and I don't seem to have any left. It's could, Maybe it's at the back of the freezer. We don't know. We'll yeah, never know. Yeah, it's missing. It's gone missing. It's gone missing. We I don't know. I kidnapped it. I didn't know it wasn't supposed to. Do it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's possible. I don't oh. know. Actually, they're really fun videos. It's Yomi at a goke, and uh, I were doing like an agony aunt piece, mm-hmm. and we were answering your feminist questions. So you should go and find them. They're on Tyler, T Y L A. They're really cute videos. And Mata did Yomi's makeup. Yeah, it's so and nice absolute incredible makeup and then you told me your story and you told me that joy was the first person to invite you to do makeup can you tell our listeners that story tonight
5: oh my goodness so joy
6: she was i think we need to give context
0: yeah yeah the
5: context
6: is we're both dropouts
5: Yeah, both dropouts. You you went to university for? Well, I went for a minute. Joy didn't even. No application. No application. This is it. I don't know how to spell it anymore. (laughs) Uni, just three
0: words. I think university is an old technology in a way because like everything changes and moves and you. It's now all about Mm -hmm. what you can create and how quickly you can change. It's such a bubble. I think
5: like education is such a bubble. Like when you Mm -hmm. get out of or that, like, when you get out
0: of school, that's when you yeah. really know life, because also, it they don't be teach you life scammy. at school.
5: Yeah, it's such a scam, like, yeah. it, it's a scam.
0: If you Sorry. are in uni, though, like, don't, I'd we're not sure. telling you to drop out, yeah. it's, it's useful for some if things, you if, you if you want to be a doctor, for example, and we do need them right now, you should stay in. I say <laughs> don't yes. no,
2: no, I say get out of there, if you need to practice your doctor skills, and you're tired of school. I say, come practice on me. Yeah, not only that. you can. You can give not me surgery. No, that's <laughs> only I her. Don't care. That
0: is not the official advice of yeah. the guilty feminist. You,
2: you, if you come um, to me with your scalpel, I'll, I'll say you can
0: use this arm. <laughs> that and is anyhow. not the official advice of the guilty <laughs> feminist. No, listen. Uni can be great for some things, but I think we—it isn't yeah. the answer for everyone. It isn't the answer to everything. And I think, you know, you're both great examples of women who went fuck it, I'm doing it my own way and uh, yes. super successful. And also you're following, more important than super successful actually, is you're following your passion and your mm-hmm. heart and doing it your way. Mm-hmm. So continue with your context.
6: Okay. Do you want to start it? Because I'll explain yeah. what you were doing at that time and then we'll get yeah, to it. And think then you, you can actually explain, explain what I was doing. Yeah, and I could, yeah okay, go on then. So that's yeah, some that's real is. friendship. Cute. That's nice. So, cute. so you, uh, you would come over to my house, which just so happened to be next to your uni, so I would wait, so I wouldn't be going into uni. Yeah, I'd actually no,
0: she go wouldn't. To her, yeah, so i come did, out the
6: station. Yeah. She paid nine uni. grand a year to just see me frequently. <laughs>
0: yeah. How did you meet? You didn't just go into her house one day and said, I "Don't want to go to uni." It was I stay basically in here. that.
6: <laughs> do you no. want to go further? Back no, you there? can. You can do this bit. Okay,
5: should I do this yeah, bit? Yeah,
6: yeah. Okay, okay so, I can harmonise.
5: Okay, <laughs> ad lib. <laughs> go on. <laughs> so, you? Um, as Joy said, like I'd go, you know, I'd make, I'd leave home, like I'd make my way to uni. My uni was in Elephant and Castle. Joy's basically Queen of Elephant UAL. and Castle. Yeah, UAL. Same. London College of Communications. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I your TV,
2: mm. it was a weird program. It's crazy.
5: It was a it's scam. crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you did your master's there, didn't
7: you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it race. was
5: crazy. So like it'd be a thing where I'd get out the station, see the uni, see Joy's house, be like, mm, uni see my best friends you know, have, you know I would, I'd go over to Joy's and this was the time where Joy was you know she was, she was really starting to like do her music stuff she was like taking it seriously she was taking it seriously but she had been taking it seriously from before because she's yeah. got loads of videos on YouTube you can find it on YouTube Joy Crooks. There's um, what's that video? Oh,
6: hit the. This is you telling the story, not advertising me like every auntie ever. <laughs> <though I> was- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, <Please. laughs> hit the road,
5: Jack. On YouTube, watch it. Fire.
6: Um-
5: but um joy needed help with a music video that she was directing herself and that music video is power and so i went over to joy's house i'd asked her like what is it that you need what's the checklist what is it that needs to get done like what do you need for this because i knew this was the time where she didn't really have much money for it there, wasn't there was much, no money there was no, there money. Was no money there and was I had to n- make a music no video money with
6: 14 women
5: Wow. It was 14 women. So I saw her list, and you know she just said I could do makeup because I had paint brushes, mm. not even makeup brushes, paint brushes. Because you were doing I fine, was, were
0: you doing fine art? I was uni? doing fine
5: art. I wasn't doing fine art at uni, but I did have an art background. Like I had right. been studying art. Like I'd studied a bit of photography as well. I did a fine art foundation course, but I didn't really stay at that. Like you know, school me. It just you know, it's not really it's cute. One. Yeah, we're not. That's not us. But it's also fine. So Joy asked me to do this music video and I remember the night before this music video we went to Boots and I think I had like £30 to my name maybe mm-hmm. because I had just, didn't I just get fired? For the, but I left
6: Debenhams. No, no, I said that if you were going to do makeup, I'd give you 30 quid, because that's... No, but that's all yeah. I had. That's all you had but it's also all I had to give you. <laughs> 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 I remember we were like strictly just trying to buy stuff from the. Um... But we went to Boots. We went to
5: Boots in Oxford Circus. And because they've got like loads of makeup concessions, yeah. like they've got loads of makeup bits, you know, we just picked up a few Maybe things, haven't. paid for some, didn't pay for the.
6: You know, it was cute. It was fun. It was so you're cute. forget You're forgetting like one of the main points is that you were working at Debenham's at the time and you decided yeah. to go. Into Debenhams and flirt up with the chicks around there and we're like, hello, yeah. oh what Yeah, you're there, you're right. Mm-hmm. And um, just get samples, which yeah. is really
0: yeah. feminist of you. That's yeah. so, yeah. that's you're so, so like, wow, you're very, I, I think that is resourceful. Mm.
5: She remembers so you, more than I do all the time. I remember time. it
6: all.
0: So you all got some time. free samples. <laughs> And like you, a bunch of three you, samples. when i say of, samples like, i mean makeup.
6: anything that we could get like, like we got any, the brushes even spoolies like spoolies
5: cotton pads everything because like when i didn't have much makeup i had yeah. like a lot of paint and like paint brushes but i didn't have like makeup makeup yeah. and i had some like you know just old bits of makeup that my mum gave me cuz i told her that i was yeah. going to do this thing but like it wasn't anything great but like mm. that night we put the things together, I packed my kit, and the next day it was fourteen women of all different age groups, different ethnicities. Your first time. It was my first ever job, but I just felt like yeah let me let me let me
6: do this." You said you'd done one of your auntie's makeups.
5: That yeah. was your record. the yeah. full thing. I did like her, I did my aunt's makeup for like, I don't know. She was going to church or something, but she wanted like... That a,
6: was the CV. That yeah.
5: I was yeah. 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 That was the CV she like. I once was did like my auntie's
0: with. makeup and yeah. I have some paintbrushes and I reckon I could talk some samples yeah. out of yeah. the Debenhams cup. And the said she looked nice. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and the pastor said, "Yeah, she got compliments from the oh, pastor." Oh, the pastor said then. she did well. Yeah, in that you case, know, your heart, yeah. I think I did a really it's good yeah. job. Yeah if, yeah, if
0: the pastor said she looked nice, then I think you're definitely I think hired. that's all that matters. Pastors close to God. Some might say, <laughs> some might say we move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, so you did the music video, and because you were not someone with a formal makeup training, you mm-hmm. did it differently, and then it was remarkable. Is that correct? Mm
5: yeah like on that day i remember a lot of it was just me using common sense because i didn't have like makeup knowledge Mm -hmm. so it was just like okay cool this colour works well with this person. This shade looks right with so and so. And like also Joy had in her head what she wanted already. She wanted everyone to look very natural but glossy and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like to look like themselves, but just with a bit more. yes, mm-hmm. um, I went around
6: and said to all the women, you must look beautiful. But like
5: no, That's she didn't say criteria. that. She did not say that. She <laughs> yeah. did
0: not say that.
6: Look. <laughs> look.
0: um, i want to look like myself but glossy and better as well yeah Yeah. and
5: that's my thing with makeup like i always want to make someone look like themselves but just like we just put lip gloss everywhere we literally just lip gloss 30 pound lip gloss gloss. it was before i started like making my own makeup like i was just using lip gloss to like create glow on faces were you yeah i was using lip gloss like clear gloss and then mixing it in with different pigments
0: and you were telling me on the shoot that we did that yeah. you are often hired to work with black women because a lot of makeup artists just don't cater oh properly. God.
5: Yeah, like it's a really big thing for people to be like, Oh yeah, like we put you onto this because, you know,
7: mm.
5: black people. But mm. well, it's kinda like <laughs> that's nice. <Yeah>. <laughs> you also, know, but like you, you understand, like you know. Yeah. But
6: I mean, no, literally. She like this is the thing that's annoying is that you can yeah, do yeah. any face. Yeah, any
5: face. I liked like especially since that job. That job was where I was exposed to so much. I mm-hmm. had people from all over, and it was mother and daughter. It was like the best way to start, really, like doing the hardest thing ever, I think.
0: And your
2: friend brought that into your life.
0: Honestly. So how did you go from that to, because you must have not been very old, you were at uni, but by Mm. the time you were 20, you were in vogue, having your own beauty range, Mm. being someone who was famous for being able to do exceptional things with makeup for black women, but also like for, as you say, any face, Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously there's just not enough makeup artists who can work with black women in the way that they deserve to be worked on because of the history of the world and racism. Mm -hmm. Um, Your pictures in Vogue are just so incredible. I assume you did your own face, but it just blew me away. (laughs) I don't understand how you go from, oh, I've got some paintbrushes and a sample from Debenhams and I've done my auntie, to I've done a music video. I get that bit, I get that leap, because you're helping a friend out and you're taking a risk and you think, well, I don't know how to do it the right way, so I'm going to do it my way, which is (laughs) always how real artists are born. Mm. But then how do you leap on then Two years later, you're in Vogue. That's the bit I don't understand. It was sooner than
6: that. It was sooner it was, than it was, two years. I think it was like a year.
5: No,
0: and... In
6: six months, yeah, I remember wait, right,
5: In six I, months, wait, 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 yeah, you'd worked six, on Vogue. Yeah. It, it was, was six it was months six after the video. So what? It was, a, it was a thing where after Joy's video, because mm. I was on set, Joy was able to get together such a great team. Mm. People that had already been working, but because Joy's work was so good, they believed in her. Mm-hmm. you know do you know what I mean so that, this so, is where
0: you need sometimes an ally to just go yeah it was, she's it was amazing. amazing
5: so we had really good people on set the hairstylist was incredible the stylist was incredible and both those people they really liked what I did and because you know with makeup you have to work with hair you have to work with styling really mm-hmm. closely and so they liked what I did and like those guys kept recommending me for work and so for like six months straight, I was working every week I was working every single week. Mm -hmm. I was doing multiple jobs in a day. Like, I was really working. Like, I was working, like, maybe, like, three jobs in a day, but I wasn't earning a lot at all. So in the beginning, for me, it just felt very hard for me to, like, be like, okay, cool, like, this is my thing, this is my, I'm a makeup artist. I was just working all the time. And then it came to, like, you know, six months down the line. Like It was a good couple months down the line until I started getting, like, press. Yeah, it started off with British folk
0: and then. But then. But you're just really talented and you're just really different and you were an artist. You were somebody who came in from a different angle. But Joy kept on recommending you. Joy kept recommending me and pushing me as well because there came a point.
6: We just only worked together.
5: Yeah, really. Like we we always, just
0: always, always worked together. Always like. It's a remarkable thing sometimes when you have complementary skills, but when women champion each other. And the thing is, when I met you, I didn't know your connection to Joy, but you yeah. talked about Joy and you you yeah, told me how brilliant always. Joy was, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I know Joy. She's been on the podcast." And I think you know you're both such advocates for each other, and the way that you ally and speak up and advocate is just so wonderful and remarkable. And you really are in each other's corners. Um, Joy, what challenges are there in music? Where do you find that you do have people in your corner, you have had people in your corner? Because you're also very young and ridiculously successful. I mean, you're super, super talented, but we all know that's not all it takes. Like, there's Mm -hmm. lots of people who are super talented that don't break through. When is it that you feel like you've had people in your corner? And when have you needed people in your corner in the music industry? I think
6: the first people to be in my corner were, like, my family, my mum and dad, Mata... And then when I got into, like, the industry side, the first person to ever support me and then, like, actually be with me throughout would be my manager, Um, Charlie. She just knows how to say no. I might say no. She'll say no. And we're both, like, each other's hype women. And then we'll get, like, a highlighter. Just mark it out. Or one of us will make it italic. Or the other one will make it bold. And it's kind of, we just, that's how it is, really. And I trust her. And I know she trusts me sometimes.
0: (laughs) I think that's her laughing. (laughs) <laughs>
6: yes, but I think that that was genuinely the first person in the music industry to stand by my side. And I know that people, if they hear this, they're going to frown at me and be like, what well, was me? But in my opinion, and with my instinct, it was definitely Charlie. And it was really refreshing to have a woman by my side as well in a yeah. predominantly
0: male industry. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think of a lot of managers as very Simon Cowell types. And I've met Charlie and she is almost nothing like Simon cowell
6: <laughs> A lot of similarities, but <laughs> I uh I never thought I'd hear both names in a sentence. No,
0: but you, you is it is a the I guilty feminist? on her behalf. <laughs> we we love a curveball here. No, she is remarkable and again a sort of goodness kind of radiates out of her and she Mm. speak so eloquently on behalf of you as well and I just I think we underestimate it I think f- two yep. things one is people think if I tell everyone how great Kima is are they gonna book her for the job and not me are they're
2: gonna think that I'm not great
0: yeah and that's not true yeah. that if you have the status to go do you know who you should book Kima mm-hmm. you look like someone who's central and actually it raises your status it doesn't lower it mm-hmm but also it makes you feel wonderful, then they think, oh, you might say something nice about me when I'm not there. It's a power move. It's not a weak thing to do.
2: There's this kind of cycle of elevation, but I love hearing you say like, your instinct, and I love hearing your story as well because I think there's something, when you plug in with yourself, when you listen to your purpose, your heart, if you will, and you follow that, As you get on that path, you'll link up with other people that support you or also on that path, and you can travel it together. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you ran into Charlie and she was on the same page. Like, that's such a vibe, and it's so beautiful. And I'll say on my path, as I was traveling, running into Deborah was quite transformational, very game-changing. And I think if we didn't have... It in us to take those risks we would never be in the position to meet those people mm-hmm. that can help us make those moves and kind of I just love it I just love people helping each other mm-hmm.
6: evolve you know I think like one of the most important things is to be able to be open to develop those like relationships you have to really be in tune with yourself mm-hmm. and like not completely know yourself but have some confidence within yourself and acquire confidence and self-esteem and i think that there have been times where i felt extremely alone even though rationally i know that i have my support system and people in my corner but because i've been in a certain headspace and not been able to look at myself very clearly i haven't been Mm -hmm. able to see those people and i think that in order to lift other people you really have to know how to lift yourself first um, and that doesn't mean getting yourself into a Are we in room. church
2: because I need to say amen.
6: Yes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that part. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's really important. I think that like mm-hmm. we were able to be vulnerable with one another because we were core cool of ourselves at that time. Yeah. Even though we didn't have like the success that we had, et cetera, we both believed in ourselves yeah. before, and then we believed in each other. Yeah. You know?
5: And I think that really helped. It helped both of us because there were times where I definitely felt like I couldn't speak to anyone else but Joy because I felt like even though she's not a makeup artist, she's not a makeup person, but she just understands me. And if I say, oh, I'm feeling this way, she'll just understand. Same way if she's telling me she's feeling this way or Mm -hmm. she's telling me about one experience at work, I'll understand like why that has made her feel that way. Just, and I think... You know, because it's very easy to feel lonely, like working in this industry. But, like, when you have your people Mm -hmm, that really know you, that you could go back to, it makes things so much nicer.
2: Good friend who is like a doctor person mm. and like, I don't know what the fuck she be talking about. Mm. But at the same time, I get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no,
5: like, yeah.
7: yeah. yeah. But, it's, you know. It, <laughs> yeah, it. It,
0: trying to develop those bonds with people and then carrying each other through. If you want to be supported, find somebody you love and believe in and support them. Mm. And if they support you back, then you've got a friend for life. You've just got to keep topping it up though. Mm. Um, You need to keep putting into the friendship. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, and and then later when you need to withdraw something, there'll be something there. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about it like it's a bank account, but I think in some ways, some people are terrible friends. Vending machine. It's basically an ATM. It's a cash point. Energy,
2: right? Because if it's constantly energy flowing one way, Mm -hmm. you know, then somebody's feeling depleted. But if you keep it going, baby, keep that cycle flowing, then everybody's feeling full. Everybody's feeling alive.
0: Yeah, well, I I agree. Like I do menstrual I, cycle. <laughs> 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 I hope um, not. But if you guys are sharing moon cups, then that is another story we need to hear. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that may work. be too far in a pandemic. Please don't share a moon cup. Um, at all other times, it's fine. Like, okay, you have to read those comments because Jen... Someone Someone says, hope everyone has friends like these. Someone says, this type of conversation could trigger a massive group hug if we were all there. Um, Kai says, I can't be the only one to feel the strength and respect radiating through the screen. And Jen just says, I would. So maybe she means she'd shag us. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So, you know... People, I think, underestimate the friendships that can be built amongst women and people of minority mm-hmm. genders. I think they really, really do. And I feel like we need it more than anything else because sometimes the power structures don't... D- we can't get our resources from the power structures, and so we give our resources to each other and or share those resources. And I just love what you've built. And is there anything else you came to say that you feel like you didn't get to say? Uh. Do you want to tell us about your makeup brand? Because I think people would want to. Oh I feel God, like yeah. if I use your makeup, I will be more feminist, and the solidarity <laughs> will come up into my pores. That's what I feel.
5: Well, okay, so Matter Labs, I started making product in my kitchen, and it first like started off like when I was like. I was on a shoot and they had given me a makeup brief. It was a shoot for this brand that do like nude shoes, but like nude. Mm -hmm. So like deep, like a deep brown Mm -hmm. to like a really like light, like a tan, like a nice, like a light tan type thing. So they do like different. It's not like pink.
0: Okay. Yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean?
5: So it's not yeah. like a pinky nude Like they don't focus on that at all
2: Everybody <laughs> Like nude for everyone
5: Is pink yeah. And that's so yeah. boring Cause yeah. your
2: nude is not my Like this nude is nude not Like this nude is, is a nude her dress, her dress nude. I've got on right now Yeah, yeah. Right, right. yeah, it is. yeah.
5: Nude um and there was another makeup brand then i was expected to use this makeup brand and the makeup brief they gave me was to make all the models look really glowy but like using nude colors and um the makeup brand just had like things that were just very pink very like The colours were crazy. I couldn't use them. So I went back to my kit and um, I just used clear gloss and I mixed that in with the model's foundation to make their nude lip glosses. And so I used that on them. And I also used... um, With mixing the clear gloss and the foundation, I also put in, like, a gold pigment so I could put this on their skin to, like, make a, a highlight. And, like, the shoot was amazing. Like, everyone loved it. Like, they were asking me, like, what things were. So I went home and, like, just found a way to make it mine basically and just like bought proper things for it so there's a lot of, like raw sheer butter, raw cocoa butter, a bunch of oils, like just basically things that you know that I've been using from young, yeah. wow. you know, actually good for your skin and they're actually good for your skin yeah. so um, it's just it's literally all that and just coloured pigment and that's how I like made yeah. my makeup, um, where can we buy it? Um, while I'm having, like, a bit of a relaunch at the moment, <gasps> I stopped, like, hand-making it because I've, I was making, like, all the products myself, but, like, now I want to get it done in the lab yeah. because it does yeah. take a lot of time, like, making products yourself. But I still make samples, though. Joy, you have loads of samples. Like, it was, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> everyone that go
2: to Joy's house? <laughs> <laughs> do you, in a pandemic. Do you, do
0: you need an investor for this, or do you have one and you're just, just doing um, in a in a research and development process? I
5: don't want to use I don't want to use an investor I think like just working hard enough I'll be able to get the funds myself wow for a lab definitely you
0: women blow me away I love yeah. both of you so much and I'm so <laughs> proud you. to have had you on the guilty feminist and I thank hope you'll come you. back again you are remarkable thank women you, thank and you're you. making everybody feel the love um so can I have uh, a huge 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 round of applause and virtual round of applause here uh for matter and joy please welcome to the stage and she will introduce her musician the incredible joy crooks and charles monroe
6: so it's been quite a difficult time for black and pfc human beings particularly black people this year wow Um, this year has been extremely traumatic and I wrote this song inspired by um, the UK government sending Caribbean people back to Jamaica and Islands in the Caribbean the Windrush generation and that just told me everything about what the UK how the UK government see immigrants and so this is a song about London and how london would never be london if it wasn't for
7: immigrants bang the noise on brick lane that's the sound of my home i'm a Mickey Athens. lovers walk on camp road when you're blinded by lights you find ways to survive in big smoke holding down nine to five and your weekends are spent loading up with the boys with the ball and vets only way to cope cause the city don't stop for no one hopeless roaming around in the moment Streets that are tailored to no one But that's what makes London mine Hopeless, lost in the fear of the open A world that appears to be broken But that's what makes London mine Chase from street light down Madeira, I go. I've been fooled by the charm of the Kenton Road while the backstreet drama don't get picked up by the sun. Oh, oh, I said I'm hopeless, roaming around in the morning that are tailored to no one, but that's what makes London mine. I, I, hopeless, lost in the fear of the open, a world that appears to be broken, but that's what makes London mine. I'm never gonna give you up I'm never gonna give you up no, I never gonna give you up even if I'm hopeless roaming around in the moment streets that are tailored to no but that's what makes London mine, i I, hopeless, lost in the fear of the open, a world that appears to be broken, but that's what makes London mine, oh, no. I want oh, no, no, what makes me.
0: Rocks, everybody. Absolutely amazing. Everyone was asking where they can get your music. I know it's in all the usual places, uh, but is there anything you want to tell us about anything dropping or where people should go that you prefer or anything like that?
6: Well, you can get my music online. YouTube, yep. Spotify, iTunes, um, LimeWire, if people are still using that. Let's just go back. Big TBT, but yeah. Yeah. MySpace. if you really want to support a young lady, when my album comes out next year, buy it.
0: When your album comes out, buy it. Don't just YouTube it. Don't just
6: YouTube it because like some kind of let's game. leave that to the aunties. They deserve the free music. <laughs> 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 the younger generations need to... I need, actually, just buy, buy it. Buy it and I'll, there'll be notes in it. Oh, that's nice. But I didn't say personal notes, just musical notes
0: didn't <laughs> <Hey! laughs> <laughs> <She's> Dangling <laughs> notes. Dangling, Whoa, dangling um, notes. Lime wire. When it drops, uh, well come back anytime, but when it drops, please come back again. And I would okay, happily great. have the show be you sing every song and then I just ask you about the song. Yeah. Kima, anything to plug?
2: I don't know. Uh, social go you know you know where I'm at on the internet,
0: guys. Uh, see, see you on the internet. <laughs> see you on the internet uh, that's the only place we can see you at the moment because we have to stay in our houses oh my God. um our live studio audience here all six of you have you enjoyed it I think it's been a real, it felt like a real privilege to have that sort of private music gig from Joy in the room. It really did. I felt like I was like a celebrity or something. Like I was or like, I do you know what I mean? Like, you know it. when people make people come and sing at their birthday parties? Like I've
6: done that before. It's not nice. And also, it made me feel like uh-huh. when my mum's having her birthday party and halfway through the night after one Prosecco, she goes, Joy, stand up. Come and sing,
7: darling. Come on. Come on. I'm like, I don't,
6: I'm not, I'm not 12 anymore. This isn't going to run. i yeah, like, yeah. I need to be paid. <laughs> and rice isn't going to work this time, mum.
0: Uh, we are paying you just to be clear. Um, but I've not done that. I've not just gone, sing something dumb. No no, 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 I wasn't trying to, no,
3: no. No, 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 no. I just want to be
0: clear to these people. People are saying how amazing you are but also i buy i'm a, but i mean that's just partly because i'm generation x and i don't really believe in that anything streamed i'm like what's going to happen when i'm not there so then you can the buy
6: like the vinyl and the cd I'll buy the and like the t-shirt and like the tour dates and just like the bundle what you could do is you could buy a ticket and then like go on your Podcast and be like, hey guys, there's a ticket up for grabs. And well, then what I a could idea. do is like create that banner, like you know, when, when you accidentally it's like five o'clock in the morning and you're on the TV, and then it goes to like the, where they try and sell you pearls and like the oh yeah he he commercials. Yeah. And then like, but we could make a banner with me just on the side, like.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I, could banner, I could auction off two tickets to your concert. that I'm could yeah,
6: it. that could work. Or I could just become a banner, or.
0: I'm all about all of this. So Just thank you forward. so much for coming here today and thank you for telling us your stories. Your separately and together. Yeah. You are very inspiring women.
2: Yeah. So like um excited for both of your journeys. Like mm. we're all on journeys, do you know what I mean? And I love that you guys are a part of each other's and it seems
0: like the vibe is so so great. And you're so young, so you, you've got so much time to do stuff and to become into your both full power. Because we
2: going to probably die soon.
0: Oh, well, Kima, you're not. Well,
2: God forbid. <laughs>
0: God forbid. So is this wood? I don't Touch know what no, to No, say. no, absolutely. It Thanks, guys. <laughs> I've been Deborah Francis White. This has been a weird but brilliant gig. Thank you to everyone who kept commenting, by the way. It really helped us believe we were doing a performance to an audience. Um, you guys, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Aww. You have been listening to The Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis-White, guest co-host Kima Whoa Bob, and our very special guests, Marta Marielle and Joy Crooks. The Guilty Feminist theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge and produced by Nick Sheldon. produced with Tom Zielinski for the Spotted Data Shop. Thanks to Zoe, Tom, and everyone at King's Place, as well as all of you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes, visit guiltyfeminist.com. And big up, Deborah.
1: Yay. Oh, yeah. Large up, Deborah, every time. Deborah.
0: And yes, please come back and sit down. Thank you so much, and thank you for your amazing guitar work. I that it's so brilliant, so so brilliant. Um, thank you. My hole on the way back. It's listen. <laughs> if people got a little extra One for their money, you you can't listen. It's a pandemic. You're giving it away in making the people feel good. Free content. Free content. <laughs> a hole in the trousers is free content in 2020. That's all we're saying. Hello, hello, hello. It's Josie Norton from Choose Love joining us for a quick
3: chat. Josie Norton, how are you? Hello, Deborah Francis White. I am good, thank you. I am, um, yeah, feeling in good spirits.
0: Good. You make a huge amount of money for refugees around the world displaced in camps at those pop-up shops in New York, LA and London. This year, those pop-up shops are certainly not open now, which they would be normally, but they may not be able to open at all before Christmas. So how much money do you need to raise before Christmas if you are going to support the refugees you need to support?
3: We need to raise at least two million pounds before Christmas to meet just the most basic of needs of our partners. We work in 14 countries now, Deborah, which is totally, you know, and we've grown because the need is so great. And it's like, winter it's emergency and then that's compounded with covid and on top of that kind of global needs being increased so there's less funding available you know it's more hostile environments it's 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 a really scary time
0: so how much of the two million that you need to raise before christmas have you raised
3: we have raised seventy thousand pounds since wednesday which is totally amazing and people are so generous and we've been blown away by everyone's support since we launched but like you say we don't have. Those physical stores. So, and we know it's a difficult time for everyone. So, we're just trying to think of all the creative ways that we possibly can to raise awareness about the stores and and hope that people think it's a, a nice Christmas present to give.
0: A lot of people have been furloughed. A lot of people are worried about money. Um, so, we have to pull something out of the bag because we can't leave children crying in car parks with no food, no access to water, no coats. We can't. We can't do that. No. No. Um, so how can Guilty Feminist listeners help you? Because Guilty Feminist listeners always want to get active. They always want to do something.
3: First of all, I always just want to say the biggest thank you to the Guilty Feminist listeners because you support us year on year and we literally see the impact that that you have in in the support for us. And we have people write in all the time saying that they heard about the charity on, on the podcast and that they're doing amazing things and doing fundraisers. So thank you so much. Um, and, yeah, people... Please buy Christmas presents on the store. Tell your friends and family about it, and maybe there are fun things that you could do—little Zoom events. If you're having a Zoom Christmas party, maybe everyone could do a secret Santa of buying some firewood and a child's coat for someone else on the Zoom. Anything people can do, we know it's we know it's difficult, but there are items on the store that you know that are five pounds, um, and that really can make a huge, huge, huge difference to someone.
0: But if all of our listeners gave. Uh, a few quid and did something on zoom or instagram live and got other people to contribute the two million will be sorted and we know some of you are yourselves in situations this year that you never expected to be in because of covid yeah so if you cannot donate please 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 don't worry there is absolutely no pressure but maybe you could share because you may have people in your social circle that you don't even know and they may have more expendable income this year because they haven't been to the pub, they haven't had to pay their gym membership, they haven't had a holiday this year because all of those things have been put on hold. Um, So uh, it may be that you amplifying and sharing could be better than you donating what you might have been able to donate last year. So anything you can do to share and create something fun.
3: Yeah. And also if you're, parents-in-law, your parents, your siblings are asking you what you would like for Christmas. You could say, actually, do you know what? I'd like you to get me a stunning e-card from the Shoes Love store and go on there and shop your heart out and buy a child's coat or a firewood. Um, So if if you can't donate yourself, maybe others can on your behalf too.
0: Something else we were thinking of doing is to get some of our friends who are comedians and actors to do something out of their comfort zone um, and post a fun, like two minute video of them doing something new so Josie and I, it's true, have just started learning tap dancing.
3: Is that <laughs> true, Josie? Norton? It is a hundred percent true. Yeah. So we've got a great teacher confirm. and yeah.
0: we thought we'd make like a fun video of us tap dancing because I'm quite nervous to show you dancing. I have been learning dancing up to you, but I'm nervous to show you. So I thought we could do a project called <laughs> Banana Bread, which is Something you've learned in lockdown that you wouldn't have done in 2019, but now you can do it and you're going to show it. And if you haven't learned anything in lockdown, you think, oh, bloody hell, all these people have learned things. Amazing. This is your opportunity to now go, right, I'm going to learn something by December 15th. I think December 15th, maybe when we release our dance videos, I might show, I might show my dance, my song and dance routine. I feel embarrassed, but that's the point. Get pushed past it.
3: Feminism. (laughs) Guilty feminist listeners, I have been privileged enough to see a video of Deborah singing and dancing at the same time. And it's incredible. Is
0: it? Is it? Yeah, I think it's credible. I think it's credible. I don't think it's incredible, Josie.
3: (laughs) Uh, It's incredible. It's Uh, incredible.
0: (laughs) um, So... We're going to put out our video on December fifteenth. I've just committed us to that, Josie. I'm really sorry. I, I, I'm
3: like I'm am overwhelmed and about to go and get practicing in my kitchen. Yeah, we need to practice. Our, I mean, <laughs> it's the back. It's what's that backward? Is it called a pickup? It's a pickup. I think head. it's a pickup. Yeah, it's really hard pick up. It's really hard. It was really hard to do a pickup and a step at the same time.
0: We're going to let our guilty feminists know week by week how much you've got see how close we are to the 2 million <gasps> and what That's else we need to do. Oh, also, Hannah, who teaches us tap dancing, she said she'd teach all the guilty feminists on an Instagram Live a TikTok dance. Um, so can you all watch my socials? I'm at FW on Twitter, and I'm at Guilt Pod on Twitter. And I'm at DF Dubs on Instagram, D-F-D-U-B-Z on Instagram and uh, at the Guilty Feminist on Instagram. So we'll put up the time and date where Hannah's going to do her Instagram live. She'll teach all of us a TikTok dance at the same time. And uh, <laughs> then we'll all chip in something for Choose Love uh, in order to learn the dance. And then if you've got TikTok, if you could post the dance on TikTok with some kind of uh, Choose Love badge, at choose love and Choose.Love is the website. So Choose.Love.
3: Yeah, so if you could then post it or wear a Choose Love uh, shirt when you do the dance. This is going to force us to get a Choose Love TikTok because we've been talking about that we need to get, <sighs> we need to get a Choose Love TikTok and we haven't yes. done it. So okay, have got to get onto that tomorrow. Choose Love
0: TikTok, I'll get a um, <laughs> It is, as ever, wonderful to see you. Is there anything else we should know except that we've got to raise 2 million quid? And we've raised 70 grand.
3: I don't think so. Just that the online store is there. If we can open a store on Carnaby Street after lockdown ends, changes, we will do. We have a beautiful e-card this year. Um, and we we know it's a difficult year, but this will literally save people's lives. And we're just so grateful always for everyone, always choosing love. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm asking all my extended family to just donate to choose love because I'm like, I don't I don't need more clutter in my house I don't need things that are sort of a bit like a thing I wanted, but not really a book that I don't have time to read (laughs) a bath lotion. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want it. I want that money to be directed somewhere where someone needs it, because if this year has taught us anything, it's that being together is the thing we really want. And this year has also given us a much increased understanding of what it is like to have a big change thrust upon you. And uh, whatever you do this Christmas, find a way to choose
3: love. Thank you, Josie. Thank you, Devon Francis. Bye. Love you. Love you lots. So fun.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.